What's up, everybody? Welcome to the E2B2 podcast. This is episode number 18. I am Evan J. Thomas, and with me always is... <laughs> Brandon Thomas. And we have a really full show for you today. Very. This, this is a very full one and a very fun one because we've had an awesome weekend. We're actually recording this Sunday. Actually, it's just after 12. And in the past 24 hours, Brandon and I have seen... The Foo Fighters live stream show from the Roxy, we did that Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And then we just got done watching a movie that's been on our to-do list for a few months now. Pretty old movie, actually. Oh, old movie. And what was the name of that movie? Oh, uh, <laughs> Monkey Trouble. Monkey Trouble from 1994. And we're going to get into the reason why this was our pick of the week. But we're going to start off, we're going to talk about ourselves, basically what we've been up to. It's been a month since we did a show. Uh Um, Unfortunately, the last movie we saw was Hubie Halloween, and we (laughs) did that one. And uh, obviously, Halloween is coming gone. We're in the middle of November already. We're uh, two weeks away, less than two weeks away from Thanksgiving. We're six weeks away from Christmas. And we're we're five days away from from Brandon's 16th birthday. birthday. So Mm -hmm. we're not going to be celebrating that today on air, but, you know, he and I will be celebrating at some point. So, Brandon, what has been new with you lately? So, yeah, um. (laughs) Which is his now new podcast name is So Yeah, Um. No, not really. Not really. I've been joking about that. But anyway. So, yeah, um. Basically. (laughs) Okay, so nothing really has been new because school's been relatively the same for the last week. Wow, last few weeks, and there's just been nothing new with school. There is a video project that I did was a like a recut a trailer thing for a movie, and I was it was pretty interesting. Um, but obviously, what's it about? Uh, it was basically you uh, take a movie um, or something, and then you <laughs> take a movie or something, and then you uh, recut it into a. Tra- uh, like a trailer of that movie oh, into cool. whatever theme you want to make it. So you could just take a movie and make it, if it's like a a comedy, you can make it into a horror film. Horror. Yeah. Not horror. Yeah. Uh, add an extra <laughs> O-R at the end. It's spelled with a W though. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, um, <laughs> uh, for the week, that's just basically been the thing. There's just nothing new. Um, it's been rain, not, kind of raining. Well, cold. it's been raining basically the last couple of days. We had a good week plus of great weather here in the Chicago area in the seventies, and and then the cold snap happened. Yeah, where, the cold snap happened, and right now we're having like sixty degree or not sixty degree, sixty, 60, degree 60 mile an hour winds is like blowing all over the place today. So it's kind of crazy outside on a, on a Sunday, and we're gonna be chilling for the next couple hours in the house just. Brandon's gonna be playing his game, doing some uh, Tyrannosaurus, some drawing, online drawing, and I'll be Something watching like some football, and then I'll be dropping him off a little bit later. So about that big game. So anyway, we're gonna talk about a little bit about me, and as for me, I've been kind of just you know trying to work Uber since I'm doing that now more because I now don't have a job with Amazon after a lot of uh, BS with that company and it wasn't Amazon it was their third party delivery company so can't yell at Amazon cuz I had nothing to do with them but it just sucked but anyway like I said I'm trying to keep my head above water and I'm enjoying the hell out of doing these podcasts and everything that I do my radio show the Rock Hard with Evan J Thomas show and the E2B2 podcast and all the other stuff that I kind of 
dabble into. Yes. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Obviously, Notre Dame. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. They are now eight and zero after a couple big games the last few weeks, beating Clemson last week, and then I was able to watch the uh, Boston College game this week. Eight and zero, Notre Dame. And by the way, you'll be hearing that uh, commercial a little bit later for the We Are Indy Nation. Yeah, and then- st- station stuff that I do. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna take a quick little break. Just a quick, quick little break. And we're going to be back, and we're going to talk about this movie. This amazing Marvel movie that I really enjoyed. We all both enjoyed. It was the best cinematic movie history thing. Something like that. I love how he lies. <laughs> it's so great. But it wasn't a Marvel movie. It was just a regular feel-good. What, do you, what would you call that? Feel-good family movie? Just it's not really a comedy because I mean there was some. But it was funny. It was super, all right. But it was anyway. the funniest movie I've ever seen. It was a. F- it had the best cinematography. The so, CGI. So we will be back in about one minute, and then that way we will get into the movie. Here come the Irish. We is where you can go to get all your latest Notre Dame news, notes, and highlights on the season. Touchdown Notre Dame! Featuring the new We Are ND Nation podcast hosted by me, Evan J. Thomas, and special guests throughout the season. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. Make sure you check out the Tailgaters show, the travels of Rudy the Golden Gnome, and more. Follow We Are ND Nation on the socials, wearendynation.com. Go Irish! All right, back here on the E2B2 podcast. Oh, my God, I almost said my radio show name. <laughs> but I am Evan Thomas, Evan J. Thomas, and Brandon is along with me today. Hello. And uh, we're going to be talking about the movie Monkey Trouble. Oh. Monkey Trouble. So let's talk a little bit about where this – why the, Why this movie? Why did we pick this movie? Because it was – hold on. Well, I'll introduce it, but it was from 1994. So it's – Pre pre what what is it? Uh, predates Brandon being alive. First of all, Mostly. basically, it was right after I got out of high school, which dates me. But yeah, release date March eighteenth, nineteen ninety four, and it stars Thora Birch, who has been in American Beauty and uh, Walking Dead, among other things. Mimi Rogers, Christopher McDonald, who played. In uh, Happy Gilmore, he was the bad guy in that. And then Harvey Keitel, who has been in a lot of movies like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. And he's an amazing actor, just not in this. <laughs> That's all amazing. I have to say. No, amazing actor in this, too. Everyone was amazing. I, Very. Thought, I thought he was crap. But anyway, <laughs> the reason why we watched this movie was because, let's say, Brandon, you want to talk about it? So, yeah, I'll, we, we can both talk about it. So, ever since I could say I was born... Or, or that or, you can remember. Or I can remember, yes. Um, so there was this running joke, like a made-up... I don't know how to best explain it, but there's this scenario or this uh, event I would call monkey trouble. Uh, every, like, uh, dad would say, well, you're in big monkey trouble. Or it would be like, you want to play some monkey trouble? <laughs> Basically, I don't know how to explain it. It was like a made-up game. We just 
said monkey trouble because monkeys are funny, and I like the word trouble after monkey is funny. And I and I always basically made him laugh because he would when he whenever he was in like a crappy mood, which is a lot. I would, <laughs> I would be like, oh Brandon, you want to go play monkey trouble with me? And then he'd start to laugh. So that was always a funny running joke. Monkey and, and like Brandon said, and it's a lot of fun to kind of you know keep playing it here and there. Just keeps you know we'd say it, it over and over, and. Even at one point earlier this year during the pandemic, we were going on a nice long walk. Yeah. And we were coming up with ideas on an actual monkey. doing a monkey trouble game. Board game. Board game. And how we would <laughs> go about and what we would do with it and how it would how you could play. And I don't stuff think like we that. actually made it how the game would actually No, play. we never did. We just we came up with funny scenarios on what we could do with it. It's like trouble, but with monkeys. <laughs> well, it was kind of like like Monopoly slash, wasn't it something yeah, like Monopoly, that? Monopoly trouble, Uno. I have. There was a lot of crap involved with that. So while well, on this walk, I then say, Brandon, why don't we look this up and see if there was an actual game ever made? So I looked up Monkey Trouble, and it popped up that there was a movie that was made. We didn't check how when the movie was made. It was just we knew it was. Existing. We knew it existed. So. We didn't really look too much into it. I mean, we kind of looked a little bit and saw the stupidity of what it could possibly be. And then this past weekend, Brandon, I asked Brandon, hey, what movie do you want to see? And he said, Monkey Trouble. And I go, well, let me look it up and see if it's available. <laughs> so I went on my on-demand and I looked it up and boom, it popped up on my screen. $4 to rent. $4 to rent it, which was well worth the money spent. Because obviously we could have gone out for we, lunch, we, but we didn't. We could have bought. We could have bought it. We could have bought it. Yeah, we, yeah, it we rented been, it though. We could have bought the uh, VHS or from Blockbuster or you know, I can't be can't so be cool. So to talk about this movie, I'm going to go over the plot, and it's not that long to talk about, but I mean, we're going to have a lot of fun with this show for sure. So, just to let you guys know, once again, it was made in 1994. It's an American comedy drama film. And like I said, starring Thora Birch and Harvey Keitel. So, here's the plot a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right. So, we have Eva Gregory, or no, it was Eva. 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 So, almost Evan. (laughs) One one letter. Yeah, one letter off. Thora Birch lives in Los Angeles with her mother, Amy, who played by Mimi Rogers, and her little baby brother, Jack. And her stepfather, Tom, which played by Christopher McDonald, who is a police lieutenant. Tom's daughter, Tessa, occasionally babysits Eva and Jack. Eva wants a dog, but her mother does not think it's responsible enough to take care of the pet. Her stepfather is allergic to fur, so that would be Tom. And she cannot keep the pet at her father, Peter's house, because he is a pilot and travels a lot. Yes. So it kind of starts off the movie... At least in my mind, it's it's the basic, generic, generic, cliche. I want parents. this, but I won't get this. You can't. You know, you're not responsible enough. Da 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 da. The mom is always bitching at the daughter. You don't clean your room. You don't take care of this. You don't take care of that. You're a bad kid. Blah 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 blah. You need more responsibility. You done? Yes, I'm done. What did you think about the very beginning? It of was. Generic, and I th- I think it was actually amazing. No, it was uh, generic, actually. It was nothing, generic. Yeah, nothing really much. So, to go on with the movie, a gypsy kleptomaniac, Azro, played by Harvey Keitel, whose wife and son, Mark, recently left him, is now a vagabond and lives in the off the grid with his intelligent capuchin. Capuchin. Is it, is it capuchin? Capuchin. 
Capuchin monkey. monkey. Name Fingers. No, Finster. <laughs> well, that's his real name is Finster, but the the movie name was Fingers. Yes, because Fingers Klepto. Yeah. Oh, okay. Finster oh, okay. is the actual real name of the monkey. Azro <laughs> blames Fingers for his wife and son leaving. He works as sense. a hurdy-gurdy playing busker at Venice Beach, <laughs> using Fingers' cuteness as a way to lure in tourists. Azro has taught Fingers how to pickpocket the audience members, and a pair of Italian mafia members named Drake and Charlie show up to Azro's act. They deduce Azro's scheme and proposition him to bigger and better opportunities and even offer him what, what a fifty thousand dollars something like that. Yeah, it was like, hey, get in the car, we'll give you fifty thousand dollars. It was so dumb. No. They ask him to join their crime syndicate, which with fingers using his pickpocketing skills to burglarize homes and socialites. The men want to do a test run to see how fingers will act and they will drive to random residents, eat Eva's home, which was the first one. Fingers successfully steals various expensive items, and Azro joins a crime group. Feeling ashamed for his actions, later that night, Fingers runs away from Azro. So that whole little segment there where we meet the bad the bad guys who are like Italian mobster Russian. I don't know what the hell accent they, they had, had. They never had a consistent accent, or it was an <laughs> accent that was consistent, but I could not determine where and why. And Harvey Keitel's accent, I could not figure out what it was because it wasn't Russian, it wasn't Vagabond, it wasn't, um, I don't know. British. It was, it, was, it, was, it was nothing. It was bad. And as good of an actor as Harvey Keitel is, I was really sad for him for this movie because... It was, to me, trash. He did the best job. Amazing performance. <laughs> Amazing Marvel. So after Fingers runs away from Azro, the next day as Eva is walking home from school, Fingers drops from a tree and latches onto Eva. Eva. Oh, my Eva. God. I can't excuse Yeah, Yeah, uh, he attacked her. She he never <laughs> actually attacked her. Yeah. She instantly becomes connected to him and names him Dodger because yeah. of the hat that she was wearing. As he oh. likes Eva's Dodger's hat, as I just said. Eva keeps the monkey a secret and hides her in his bedroom. She becomes more responsible with her chores and helps take care of her infant brother, Jack, whom she reveals Dodger. Who, to whom she reveals Dodger. Yes. She researches information on his breed. When Eva has to leave for school, she leaves him in the care of a woman who runs a pet shop in her home, Annie. Eva fibs that the monkey is a present from her mother. For her mother, Azro then tries to find the monkey and the Italian mafia, mafia members pester him over this. Yeah. So the little monkey itself. Let's talk about little fingers okay. slash dodger. So I always found I always find the concept of monkeys funny. Same here. It's, I I don't know why they're just funny and they're cute hilarious. and they do funny things and the more the monkey is funny and it's funny to say all the time. That's why I say monkey all the time. But <laughs> um, the there was I wouldn't call them the scenes that mostly. In, at least in the beginning, that mostly included the monkey, or uh, fingers, or Dodger. Um, th I felt like it was it was more interesting than the human characters at the beginning because yes. the human characters would always be like, e -e -e, "You gotta do this." But well, you had the cliche characters cliche. in every part of the movie except for the monkey. The monkey was just a monkey. The monkey was a monkey, and he was funny. He was cute. He was wearing stupid little costumes. He was covering his head. He was going, how, how do you do it? 
There well, you he, go. He, he, did not, he did not make those sounds. He did not really do the gorilla. No, that was a chimpanzee. The chimpanzee. So, some, something and the monkey. But yeah, the, the monkey dodger slash fingers was awesome. I love that oh. monkey. He was hilarious. He did, he did not go- gouge anybody's eyes out or scratch their faces off or attack them. So that was a good thing. And they remake, probably. And the remake them might. They might call, you know, Monkey Trouble Attacks or something. <laughs> monkey <laughs> Attack. Monkey Attacks. So the rest of the movie, let's keep going. Eva spends some some weekends with her father and worries about how she can hide Dodger while she's away. However, Peter leaves a phone message that he's in Canada and can't have her over. She takes advantage of the circumstance to have a personal weekend alone with Dodger in her father's empty house and hides his message from her mother and stepfather. She has her best friend Katie and her mother Missy drive her to her father's house. During the trip, Eva secretly reveals Dodger to Katie. Once there, Eva realizes that she doesn't have a key to her father's house, so Dodger is able to break into the home. Once inside, they realize there isn't any food and Eva hasn't brought any money. She decides to busk for money at with Dodger at the Venice Beach boardwalk near Peter's house. While Eva is riding her bike to the boardwalk, Dodger and Ezro spot each other. And without Eva even being aware, Dodger jumps off her bike. Azro tries to catch Dodger, but he is caught by the Mafia members who takes him away from the scene. Dodger then secretly makes his way back to Eva's house, and they start their performance, with Dodger secretly pickpocketing everybody as with when he was with Azro. Yes. So that was a fun little sequence <laughs> with the whole the bike chase and the sequence. chasing. And the one thing I do have to say is the um, music bed music. that they used for this movie was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> and it was the same, like, oh my God, it was bad. It was the like, drums and, like, it, was, it would be something you would hear basically if you're at a uh, Caribbean yeah. cruise late at night outside sitting by... You know, having some drinks. That's the type of music that would be. Brandon wouldn't know because he's never done that before. Right. I, I, I do definitely recognize a style from. So that, yeah. the whole little chase scene that was again a little uh, anticlimactic. It was. It was very funny. <laughs> it was. It was bad. It was funny. It was basically. bad. It was funny. So at a grocery store that evening, with Dodger hiding in Eva's backpack, he steals and hides food without Eva knowing. The management of the store, unaware that there is a monkey in her backpack, assume Eva was shoplifting and allowed her to return the items without being punished. Eva is puzzled, opens her backpack in a back aisle of the store, and sees the items Dodger stole. When she returns home, she scolds him. Never hit him. Never, like, choked him or threw him at anything. <laughs> Dodger then reveals all the items he has stolen since he met Eva. She then realizes that he was taught how to pickpocket and break into buildings, so she decides how to teach him not to steal anymore. <laughs> so that was a fun little segment because she's, like, uh, telling him, no, you can't do this, and she put out a whole bunch of different toys and watches and money and stuff like that and was telling him to basically just pick up the non-money yeah. I mean, what fun is that? Yeah, it's money. What you gotta do? Yeah, it's, cats got monkeys gotta do what monkeys, monkeys gotta, gotta do. do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Ezra finds out about the supermarket incident, and the store manager gives him Peter's address. Yeah, because that's ever safe. That's ever safe. So Eva is now preparing to return home, and then calls a taxi. Ezra arrives at the house, and Eva is scared of him. So the, there was an open door, and this dude just walks in the house and chases her around, blah, blah, blah. She and Dodger run out of the house and escape. The next day, Azrael finds out that Dodger is at Annie's pet shop. Azrael attacks Annie and steals Dodger back. 
I don't. We never saw that attack scene. There well, was no attack. Scene. Yeah, there was no. Attack. Okay, there was no attack scene. Wikipedia, we don't you got that wrong. Yeah, you got the wrong Wikipedia. <laughs> Sorry, Ezra in angst. They spelled that wrong. Uh, angsta. Angsta. When he discovers Ag- that the Ag- monkey Ag- won't steal anymore during a meeting with the mafia members, there was way too much of this mafia member crap. I'm sorry. They kept talking about the cliche big, big boss. boss. We go take you to the big boss. We need to take we you to the big boss. We never saw the big boss, though. Big boss was never revealed. He was never re- I wanted to see big boss. What if he was like a skinny, skinny There's dude? no way big boss was a skinny, dorky guy with glasses. But it would be funny if he was. It like would have been. A, a British dorky. That's what we need to do. We need to do a cliche, non-cliche movie of everything they just did with the opposite of everything that you think. Oh, who's gonna, I'm going to play the monkey. <laughs> well, you can easily play the monkey. So to finish off this movie, meanwhile, it's Amy and Tom, who have been dealing with reports on stolen jewelry, discover more stolen property in Eva's room. They confront her about it, and she tries to explain about her hidden monkey, but they didn't believe her. Things get worse when Peter stops by, and he says that he's been in Canada all weekend, which reveals Eva has lied about that time. Already heartbroken at the disappearance of her beloved pet, she is also upset that no one believes her. So Eva runs away to look for Dodger after Katie calls and tells Eva that Dodger is seen at the park. She is accosted by Asro, which, again, in 1994, I guess accosting a child at a park is okay. (laughs) Odd, but my whatever. monkey's missing. So who is so he is furious about her teaching Dodger not to steal. Meanwhile, Jack ends up saying his first word, Jack being the little kid, saying monkey. Monkey. <laughs> monkey. Okay. Monkey. Okay, Revealing to you. Amy, Peter, Tom that there really is a monkey in the house. Except though for Dodger escapes from and and Azro again shortly after Eva Eva ran off and sneaked into her bedroom. And that Eva has been actually telling the truth. So they all go out, along with Tom's fellow police officers, to look for her. Dodger saves her from Azro, and Azro is arrested by Tom. The mafia members escape, but are soon arrested. We never they, saw their arrest. They never them. arrested him. No, they just escaped. Him there might trying. be a second version that we didn't see. Oh. What if there's a sequel? So Eva walks happily, away happily with Dodger after she shows her mother that she is responsible and her stepfather that they are no longer allergic to the fur of the monkeys. No, he's still allergic. Yeah. Mark tries to take Dodger back but fails. Dodger ends up staying with Eva. So Mark was the son of Azro. Yeah. And Eva basically gave him, gave Dodger the decision to go with her. So even before this movie started, I even said to Brandon, I'm like, you do know there's going to be a very cliche ending. Sad reunion. Where, yeah, there's going to be the sad reunion of the monkey and the little girl getting together. Well, it happened. It happened. And it was even in slow-mo. It was in slow-mo. The was monkey the was running. She was running. And the monkey jumped. And the monkey licked her a cheek. Licked her cheek. And she's smiling and spinning around. But it was, it was funny because the monkey licked the cheek. So that was funny. The, yeah, the monkey's little tongue came out and licked yep. her cheek. Yep. Okay. But anyway, so Brandon, let's talk Wait, about the Is there any sequels or like any like no, knockoffs? Not, no, scroll down, scroll down. Scroll down. Scroll down. Scroll down. Don't tell me to scroll down. I will. This. Okay. I will. There's a soundtrack there. Oh, definitely have to check I'm that gonna out. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> the film performed poorly at the box office. It debuted at number three at the American box office, dropping to seventh place 
the following week. Yeah, and uh, overall, I think I saw here it made $16 million at the box office. Just over what was this budget? Um, I don't know. But let's, and it was a 96 minute movie. So if you have just over an hour and a half available, you can kind of watch this. So, Brandon, <laughs> what did you think of the movie as an overall with acting and everything involved? All right, so I'd say it performed, it was a lot better in quality than um, Endgame and Infinity War. Oh, stop it. There was lots of amazing action, death, drama, emotion. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> okay. So, the movie, the, a- the acting was. Not not good because you know the child actors, the parent actors, the mafia actors, the actors in general. There's just you, know, yeah. There's just and then good. Luckily, they didn't have any like special effects CGI stuff. Yeah, no. because in, obviously in 1993, 1994, they didn't. They like they could have, but it wasn't that if available. It, yeah, if it was in modern day, they probably would have just not had the monkey actually be there. They would have had a like a CGI fake-looking monkey, which True. would have been a lot worse. True. Um, so I, I at least like that they actually used the monkey. But um, the half the scenes that include the monkey are probably the best scenes in the yeah, movie. they were. Or at least most of the scenes, at least, because uh, the monkey scenes don't really have any competition because the other scenes are just... Filler. Yeah, just... Thin. Part of the story. But I think I felt like the monkey scenes, like... He was doing funny things, like he was writing the goodbye letter, but it was scribbled. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was good. That was definitely good. <laughs> and so we cracked up at that. One. So yeah, there was a the monkey scenes I really like, and then there was like a yeah, that was pretty much good for the monkey. And as for your one to five rating, what would you give it overall? I'd be I'm gonna be generous because of the fact that it has a monkey in it. Not not a five star like I always make fun of. But a 2.5, or maybe at most a 3. Maybe 2.5. I'll go for a 2.5. Wow. 2.5. That's awesome. So Brandon gives it a 2.5. Only purely because the monkey is a monkey. <laughs> you can't really argue with that. It's a monkey. I, it's I a hate, real monkey. I hate to say this, but I, I kind of agree with almost everything Brandon has said. Two. And I don't really hate to say it. It's great because, you know, it's kind of cool. But anyway, the acting... <laughs> Except for Thora Birch. Actually, I think Thora Birch did the best because she seemed more realistic than Wait, every... Who was, who Thora she? Birch was uh, Eva. She was uh, the main character. The uh, girl. Her acting was meh. But for her age and for the whole... Oh, yeah. Her, the monkey, yeah her age and the monkey thing? Yeah, that's... I think that she did a fantastic job just with that. Everybody else was a cliche. But if... She, the scenes that she was with the other human characters always was... Oh, that was a little rough. Yeah, but she did best but, with Yeah, them. but the best part was her with the monkey. That was great. <laughs> but and the last spanking my monkey and grabbing my <laughs> monkey. What'd you do to my monkey? It's, it's kind of weird when you say that. To yeah, if, if you take that scene out of context, there's no monkey in the scene. There's nothing. It's just it's just an old dude with a cane saying to a little girl in the park outside, what do you do with my monkey? Yeah, that's not cool. It's not so, um, like I said, most of the... Or, Everybody else, character-wise, was cliche, below average acting. The music, to me, like I said, was really rough to listen to because there was a lot of just the music and then the monkey running around. So there wasn't really any words or anything saying. But then again, you had to have some kind of background music with that because otherwise it's just... It'd just be wind blowing and people talking and just... So but yeah, he, but it was just it was the same song over and he would, over. Brand, little boy yo's new hit single <laughs> "Monkey Trouble" made back that, in nineteen ninety four. That, that's in the movie. So, <laughs> so the acting was subpar. The music was eh. Um, the acting, except for Thor Birch, was 
bad. Um, though I will say this, it for younger kids, it is good. It is a good family movie. So if you have kids probably under the age of two <laughs> <laughs> who have no mind for themselves, they can stare and watch and go, my kids. No, no, you can't show the movie to your kids. There's a gun at the end. Oh, there is had. a gun. Yeah, oh. no, yeah, cancel the film. Hashtag monkey yeah. trouble over party. So, yeah, that, that's a canceled movie now. Yeah. yeah I hate the gun. movie. Can't have a gun and a guy grabbing a kid going, what did you do to my monkey? <laughs> So you can't have either one of those. So as for my rating, I'm going to give this movie a 2.0. So just a 2. Oh, horrible. I wanted to give it a little bit more, but there was really no way I could move there's, around. There's one, one thing I would say is that it was definitely better than Hubie. Oh, yeah. Halloween. Well, we already know that because we gave it better than yeah, Hubie. Yeah, but uh, it was, what was it, 0 or 1? No, we gave 1s because we couldn't go I did, one. Can we go to 0. You could give Hubie a zero. <laughs> that's, that's the only exception. But it was, I only found the movie, it went by a lot faster, and it was, I found it It was better. a little more entertaining, just because he, Brandon monkey. and I like monkeys. And, and Monkey Trouble, hilarious. and we actually wanted to see it, instead of Hubie was like, oh, what do you want to watch, uh, Hubie? Yeah, we, uh, Brandon basically let me watch that with him. Yeah, but so. it was your idea, not mine. It was. And this one was yours, so I'm glad we did this. You're, All right, oh, so oh. we are going to take a quick little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about that Foo Fighters show, Live from the Roxy, the live stream that they did last night. So we'll be back here on the E2B2 podcast in a moment. Oh. Get ready to headbang like your life depends on it. Slow the down. Because you never know. It just might. Is that supposed to be? Listen to the world's hardest rock metal worldwide. God right. That's all you had to say. Let out all your anger and rage before it consumes you. Gorge Earth, mother. Rock hard with Evan J. Thomas. Thursdays at 6 Central, 7 Eastern. All right, now get your out the car. Hosted on Rock 98.9. All right, back here on the E2B2 podcast, Evan J. Thomas, along with Brandon J. Thomas. 16-year-old birthday boy coming up this Friday, soon, November soon 20th. Soon trademarked. So Brandon's going to be turning 16. And last night, he and I got to watch my first live show that I've seen since February. February. And since the you pandemic the and everything. No, that was the last time I saw Foo Fighters. Oh, last show. The last show I was at was... Blacktop Mojo, Mojo the Gorilla. Mojo the Ape. Blacktop Mojo. And uh, this one was Foo Fighters are live at the Roxy live stream, which it was actually just announced earlier this week after the Foo Fighters released their first single this past weekend, a week ago, called Shame Shame off of their new album coming out on February 5th called uh, Medicine at Midnight. Wow, I remember all that shit without even looking at it. Huh. So yeah, all that came out, and then the Foo Fighters did an hour and a half live stream, and it's it was Brandon's first quote unquote live experience of the Foo Fighters show. But the sad part is, we had tickets for a show back in May that was originally supposed to happen in Detroit when we were supposed to see the Foo Fighters on tour. Well, obviously, twenty fifth anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary. Well, that got canceled, and and then. After that got canceled due or postponed due to the pandemic, then they rescheduled it for like October 17th, which we're still in the pandemic at that time. So that got canceled completely. But now we got to see them last night 
for the show, and they're talking about doing a tour next year if they possibly can. For 25th anniversary on the 26th. 26th anniversary on the 25th anniversary. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So anyway, <laughs> Brandon got to experience his first Foo Fighters show, and like I said, an hour and a half long. They played an amazing array of hits. What did you hits. think of the band since that was your first experience? I've seen them. That, that is now the 10th time I've seen them. So what did you think? Um. So I th- they did, obviously, they're... They did very good, like, because uh, Dave Grohl always, uh, Dad always told me that he's, like, funny on the stage, and he was funny on the stage. Yeah. Um, and then, what I did like about what they were playing is that they weren't exactly the radio, um, how the radio plays the music or how how they release their music, mm-hmm. because they uh, mix it up. This one, at least, and that, like I was told earlier, uh, other shows they do, it's mixed up. Like, and so sometimes, like, they extend it a lot. There's, like, just jam sessions and of the song was just extended. And then uh, mm-hmm. you said one of the songs had a fade in, fade out. Yeah, so uh, Best out, of You in. in the middle of the song, it basically, the it's almost a 10-minute song, and they kind of play to it. And then in the middle or toward the end, it, the guitars kind of slowly go down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Dave comes back with the lyrics and nails it. So they played 12 songs last night. One brand new one. So that was Shame Shame. shame, shame. They also played two, or actually three song tees, out, intros and outros. Yeah, I noticed there was three of the songs that the were... The very first one. So they played All My Life to Start. And at the be- before that, they kind of teased an intro of one of their new songs. Which was songs, pretty interesting. Which was pretty cool. Um, Learn to Fly, which was the eighth song. They had a new song outro tease that they did. And then This Is The Call, they also did a new song outro that they teased as well. So those outros were only like 30 seconds long. Yeah. And for me, the band usually plays in front of thousands upon thousands of sold-out fans at a you know stadiums here and there. They got to play at the Roxy in front of basically 15 people. Yeah. And it was all crew. So for them to be able to connect with the uh, crowd that they normally could, they couldn't. So it wasn't the same, but it was still really good the way they did it. Yeah. And Dave doesn't hold back. They were drinking shots on stage. <laughs> <laughs> they were drink- Dave couldn't control his hair. His yeah, hair that was, was all over. That was interesting that because... Was yeah, it was interesting to see the hair just like go back and forth and then get in his face. And you're like, there would be a segment where you just... He flips it, yeah. sticks it behind his ear, it gets stuck in his beard, you know, it's in his cross his eyeball. It was kind of annoying, but and he was bantering with the uh, crew members before. <laughs> like, he didn't even know the show was on when they started. He probably did. He probably told him that, but it was kind of funny because the way he was bantering. I mean, he Dave loves to drop F-bombs, MFers, S-word. It, it, he likes to play with the crowd. Yeah. That's just how he is. Like, it's not like, like oh, I'm not going to say that word. He, he's, he goes, come on, motherfuckers, let's go! Stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a lo- <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And the fact that that was basically our for my first live show in almost 10 months, that sucks because mm. being me, being a concert photographer and interviewer and doing everything I do, it's been really rough during and then this. me being the person that hasn't been to a uh, live Foo Fighters co- show yet. Foo, Foo Fighters show. Supposedly this year, but got canceled. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully next year. So what did you think? If if you were to give it a rating, I don't think we... Should we give this ratings? No, it's obvious. We it's obvious. Yeah, it's I mean, obvious. I'm biased. I'm Brandon's biased. biased. I'm, it's a five. I'm real biased. I'm it's right a 
Five plus. Five, five plus. Well, five plus. That's that's our uh, rating for that show. And <laughs> I sure as hell hope they do more of these. I don't think they should do it that often, but I think why not do a little, you know, jam session. It was no. fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks to order it online, yeah. and that was it. And you could sit in your room. And what we did was I plugged my laptop into the TV, put the HDMI cable in there, blasted the fucking um, sound. And we just we had fun. Brandon and I sang the songs here and there. You know, I I was taking video of the TV for a little bit of some of the songs. You know, I cried during some of them because I'm a little pansy with that. But that's oh, that's how I you're, am. You're hey, so... best of you gets me. Yeah, I know. That. All right, and it gets me too. But I don't cry though. Okay, well, I, it gets me, but I I obviously enjoy the hell out of it, and just awesome seeing them live and being able to. Play. I I wanted I um. Yeah. So I wanted a monkey wrench to play. Like, yeah, there was one song they didn't play. Yeah, there is. There is There's a few of them. Yeah, we were at the. We expected there was gonna be two extra songs because obviously Everlong wasn't played. I was expecting obviously I'd expect Everlong. Everlong was played at the very end. Yeah, but then it was Everlong played, and you said that it was like the, usually that's their, always their last song. Yeah, but I wanted Monkey Wrench to come before Everlong, which would be yeah. very cool because Monkey because <laughs> Monkey Wrench is basically the song that Brandon really liked that got him into liking the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. And just because Monkey Monkey Wrench. Monkey so Wrench. There you go. Uh, I don't even know what Monkey Wrench means. What, is it, what <laughs> look, does it mean? Look it up. What is it? Okay. We'll look it up later. No, no. We'll talk about it. Oh, I, I think I heard of it before, but I don't know. The it's difference. basically a wrench that can do everything and get things done. Monkey. So that's why you don't want to be the monkey wrench because you don't want somebody to do everything for you that you can't do yourself. The monkey with I think that's what it is. If I'm wrong, I don't care. Hate me. I, I Send us messages on Facebook. I don't care. When I was younger, I would always um, miss, like, mishear the lyrics as monkey bench <laughs> so it would be a monkey i would always envision a monkey sitting on a bench and like in the middle of a forest it was like a log bench it would just be sitting up it made no sense oh, but it, was, it would be funny yeah so yeah there it is that was our weekend brandon and i and we got to spend a lot of time together we ate over at el famous burrito at least ordered from there since yeah. Most everything is on lockdown again, and we can only order out. Mm -hmm. So we had amazing burritos there, and we had an awesome breakfast this morning, eggs and bacon, and probably have some sandwiches here in a few minutes. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys all for listening thank once you. again. Brandon, happy effing 16th birthday. I'm more like Coming this I, Friday. I feel and, like I'm like three. And to speak <laughs> about his birthday, too, I, I bought Brandon the actual movie or um event poster for the Foo Fighters show last night since it was his first show. Yeah, it yeah, has a T-Rex. <laughs> so that Brandon obviously loves T-Rexes after, you know, dinosaurs. episodes yeah. dinosaurs. So it has the <laughs> Foo Fighters and a T-Rex. Yeah, um, it's the best of both worlds. It's like you get I, I like monkeys and I like bananas. You get monkeys eating bananas. That's cool. So only if now if Foo Fighters would have played Monkey Wrench, <laughs> not only that, but the fact that you get a, a poster with a T Rex and we reviewed the movie Monkey Trouble today with band this, playing Monkey Wrench. This is the most epic show we have ever done. <laughs> Just in terms of it, it's, the dumb it's shit we like. It circles around. It's, it's the monkey wrench goes into monkey trouble. No, it was a T Rex poster goes into Foo Fighters, which goes into monkey, monkey wrench. wrench, which goes into monkey trouble, which goes into the show. It's a cycle. Boom! So yeah. there it is. Which goes into Foo episode number eighteen is now in the books. So thank you guys all for listening. Thank Brandon, you. give your uh, socials. Your social. Uh, not social security. Uh, <laughs> 
My, uh, the Facebook. And Instagram, those are the two places we're at. Yep. Also, you can find any of the episodes we've ever done on BadassProductions1.com. Go to the On Demand section, then click on the E2B2 podcast, and they're all listed there. All eight, well, 17 previous to this one. Yep. So also make sure you follow Badass Productions all over there as well. And in about two weeks, we will be back with another episode It'll be what a do monkey, Thanksgiving mon- one? Yeah, yeah, Monkey Trouble Chew. Maybe they have a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> monkey Trouble the remake. I but I like the fact that we actually just reviewed a movie that is 26 years old. Yeah. I think this is our oldest movie we have reviewed. Well, yeah, because everything else was sort of new. Yeah. I want them to do a remake where it's like violence and gunshots, <laughs> action. It's like the monkey is like the mafia is like a. You know f- what? We, like I said, we, well, we can do a one. short film where yes. I'm the monkey. Uh, no, I play both the monkey and a human character or something. And speaking of monkeys, make sure you follow Mojo the Gorilla on Instagram. <laughs> it's the, at Mojo the Gorilla. And soon to be Jojo the Gorilla on Instagram. Wait, <laughs> no, really? Maybe. I don't oh, know. interesting. Or Jojo be. the Monkey. Yeah, Jojo, jo- it's like it's like Rudy. It's like Rudy, but it's a Jojo thing. There you go. You put Jojo all over the place. Rudy the Golden Gnome, by the way, is what you were talking about. Yeah, Rudy. Golden yeah, Gnome. Rudy the Golden Gnome. Okay. All right, well, thank you guys all for listening. And like I said, we'll be back in a few weeks. And any last words, Brandon? As always, keep pimp chimping. <laughs> Rock on.